Today, we are talking about overwhelm. What do you do when you've got multiple career passions and you just can't decide which one to choose? You know, recently I found myself in that place of being overwhelmed by all of the options of things that I could possibly do. So I hope, I hope, I hope that this show helps you to gain some clarity so that you can go after your career passion with confidence and not confusion. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman, and I am back with you for yet another episode of the show. And today we're going to be talking about something that I have really been challenged with lately, and that is options, choices, and career overwhelm. You know, if you have been on social media for any length of time, you have seen all of the gurus and the experts and the people telling you that you should do this or you should do that, or you should do the other thing, or you shouldn't do this, or you shouldn't do that, or you need to save six months of income before you leave your job, or you shouldn't start something on the side. You should just go all in, quit your job, burn the bridges behind you. So for every person out there listening that has something that they want to do in terms of their career, some passion that they want to follow, something that they desire to do, there is an expert. There is a person telling you how to do it. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk just a little bit about some of the things that I've been doing to help me clear out the noise, remain focused, and really begin to make traction within my career passions. You know, if you've listened to the show before, I am by trade a trainer. So I'm a corporate trainer. I go into companies. And I conduct training on various topics, such as emotional intelligence, communication skills. And the one that I probably do the most is the DISC assessment. So DISC is just a way to assess your strengths, your weaknesses, how you act in certain situations. And it, it's an assessment that actually helps you to determine what work environment is best for you, how you work with other people, and just gives you insight on yourself. So there are several different types of assessments. If you go back to some previous episodes, I go into DISC a little bit more in depth, but that is not the purpose of the show. My point is that I am a trainer, but I'm also a coach. And I also run this podcast. And there are also a host of other things that I want to do as I move forward with my business. And 
Many times I do feel myself getting overwhelmed with all of the different options of things that are out there. So I wanted to, again, just share some of the things that I've been doing to help me to narrow down. And hopefully these things will also be helpful to you, whether you're currently in a nine to five job or if you are an entrepreneur or if you're in a nine to five job and you want to start a side hustle or become an entrepreneur or eventually leave your job altogether and start a whole new career at another company. Wherever you are, these tips are just general tips that you can use whenever you're in a place where you're feeling overwhelmed and you need to choose between options. Because what happens, and I'm speaking from experience, (laughs) past and present, is when you have too many options and you're feeling overwhelmed, you do nothing. And when you do nothing, your career passion, the things that you want to do, you don't move forward on those things. And so this show is all about discovering what it is that we're meant to do at Midlife and Beyond, how we want to live the rest of our lives with passion, with intention, doing the things that we really love and not the things that people say we should do, the things that we think other people think we should do, but really living our lives from a place of joy and happiness because we're doing the things that we want to do. So that's that's the goal, right? If you're listening to this show, that is what I promote. Doing what you love, whatever that looks like for you. So first I just want to set the stage a little bit. You know, we talk about some of the different things that you see out there on social media. One of the things that I'm seeing a lot of lately is this whole idea of multiple streams of income and how everyone needs multiple streams of income. And I definitely, definitely believe in that wholeheartedly. But I think what happens is when people hear multiple streams of income, it can cause you to get a little bit ADD, right? It could cause you it can cause you to get a little bit scattered in terms of thinking that multiple streams of income means I have to do multiple things. So I, if I have multiple passions, I have to pursue all of them because I need that those multiple streams of income. So that's one thing that I think that I want to address. And I'm going to address that as I go through the different insights that I'm going to share in just a moment. So that's one thing that I see a lot. You know, the gurus are telling you that, hey, you need multiple streams of income. We live in an age in a society where it is so easy to start something. Like if you have a passion for something, it's so easy for you to just start it. All you have to do is do a Google search on anything that you want to do. And I guarantee you, you will find at least the beginning steps of what it is that you want to do, no matter what it is. So we're in a time where there's no shortage of information. Information is all around us. And it's a blessing and a curse 
because we have so many options. And once again, sometimes when we're overloaded with options, it's hard for us to sit down and make a decision. At least it is for me. And I know I can't be the only person who feels that way. So we have so many options that, again, overwhelm can easily settle in. And then, as I said earlier, everyone says that their way is right. Everyone says that their way is right. Everyone says that their way of doing it is the only way to do it. And of course, that's not true. So before we start anything, we have to remember to listen to our gut, our heart. What is it that we want to do? That's the point, right? We're no longer doing things that other people say we should do. We're thinking about what we want to do and how we can make that happen. So I want to start off with this idea of your why. And I know I've talked about it before. If you've listened to any one of my shows, I've probably mentioned it. Your why is always going to be your starting point. Why do you want to pursue this particular lane? Whatever it is for you. And again, one of the things that I love about DISC or any kind of assessment, personality assessment, is that if you're in that stage of overwhelm, it's a really great way, a quick, inexpensive way for you to at least get a baseline of where you are in terms of your likes, your tendencies, your dislikes, you know, the environments that you like to be in, all of these things. And these are especially key in a work environment. So what is your why? Why is it that you want to do whatever this particular thing is that you've decided to do? You know, for me, as an example, I have lots of opportunities to train. And while I love training right now, I'm hyper-focused on my podcast. I still train, love training, but building this podcast, building an audience, providing value for people who are at a career crossroads, people who are in their 50s, who are in that Gen X midlife age range that are really stuck and they're looking at how they're going to live the rest of their life. I want to be that go-to resource in terms of their career where they can get information, inspiration, and ways that they can start moving forward. I want to have a supportive community where people feel like they're not alone. There are other people like them that are living passionate lives. So for me, the podcast is a main focus of mine. Now, does that mean that I'm not going to do other things? No. But when I look at the things that I choose to say yes to, It's always running it through a filter of how does this impact the podcast? How can I use this for the podcast? And so when you use your filter of your why and why it is that you're doing whatever you want to do, it helps you to decrease the overwhelm because when you run it through the filter of how will it impact the podcast or you know you can insert whatever your passion is you have all the information that you need at that point because in your heart if you really really have narrowed down your why then when you ask yourself those questions it's easy to eliminate things that are not directly related to your ultimate passion i hope that made sense your why is your filter so whenever you're presented with an opportunity 
that may conflict with your why or not be in alignment with your why, it should be an easy yes as to what to eliminate and what to do. So that's the first way that you can start to eliminate the overwhelm of all the different options out there is to know your why and to use that why as a filter whenever you're making decisions regarding your career. You know, another example I think about is when you're choosing career options for you, you may have to consider your children or your your husband, your wife, your spouse in those decisions too. So maybe your husband or your wife already has a career that they're passionate about that it really wouldn't make sense for them to leave. So if your career passion involves you moving to another location, well, then you know that if you're on one accord with your spouse and you're working together as a team, for example, then you probably wouldn't be saying yes to an opportunity that would take you away unless you discussed it with your spouse and you came to uh, you know, an agreement or a decision together. So that's just another example. It doesn't always have to be about you. You know, when you're running you when you're running your options through these filters, it could be your children, your spouse. So there could be lots of different considerations. My point is that when you have a very clear why, when you know what is important to you, then it's easy to filter out options that do not directly align with that thing. All right, so number two, the second point I want to make is to use the acronym FOCUS. So when you are faced with a plethora of options and you're feeling overwhelmed, go back to FOCUS. And the acronym is follow one course until success. Follow one course until success. What do I mean by that? If you have multiple passions, it's best to pick one thing, be very narrow in your focus with that one thing, and then If you want to branch out into other areas, then you can build upon that area that you've already built. A very, very good example of that that I can think of is think about really, really successful celebrities, celebrities that have built empires. Nine times out of 10, they started with one thing. They started with one thing. They built that platform and expertise in that one area, and then they were able to branch out. Think about Michael Jordan, Kanye West. You know, Michael Jordan started with basketball. Kanye West started with music. Built these empires, all starting with that one thing. Oprah Winfrey, she started as a television journalist. She started with journalism. Billion dollar empire, but she started with one thing. If you know Guy Fieri, right? If you watch the Food Network, I love, you know, watching the Food Network and all of those food shows. I love cooking and experimenting with recipes. And so he started, he was actually a contestant on a Food Network show, The Next Food Network Star. He won that, but cooking was his thing. Before he got on that show, he had restaurants that he managed. Now he has a whole empire, but he started 
as a chef and a restaurant owner. You think of Candy, Real Housewives of Atlanta, love it or hate it. We're not talking, we're not reviewing the, the show, but she started in a girl group singing when she was a teenager. She started as a singer. And I could be wrong, but I'm quite sure that she did not see the empire that she has built from just that. Not only does she have her, uh, she has her clothing, she has a clothing line for her, for her son. She's got restaurants, you know, she's got television shows. She produces her own television shows. She's got makeup. I mean, she's got everything all started with singing. That was her one thing. Tyler Perry started with his plays. You know, we see him now making movies, creating billion dollar studios in Atlanta. He started with his plays. In fact, if you can find it, he does this excellent YouTube video talking about exactly what I'm talking about. Choose that one thing, get yourself some traction in that one thing, and then move to the next thing. I think if you would go to YouTube and just put in Tyler Perry, like it was a new year, it was a New Year's Day message that he had. So I think if you put in Tyler Perry New Year's Day message, you could probably find it. I will link it in the show notes, but He basically talks about what I'm talking about. The fact that he started with one thing and from all of the things and all of the things that he is now doing all stemmed from the plays. Those Chitlin Circuit plays that he started right here in Atlanta, Georgia, that was the start of his billion-dollar film empire. And then the last example is Steve Harvey. Same thing. He started as a comic. He started as a comedian working in comedy clubs. And now he has a whole personal development brand. He has his dream, I think it's called Dream Academy, where it's a nonprofit where he uh, helps youth. So it all started from his one passion. And when you think about that one passion, you might say to me, okay, well, what one passion is my one passion? It's that thing that you do that people tell you you're great at, but you do it so effortlessly that you don't even think it's a big deal. It's that thing that you could do with your eyes closed. It's that thing that you do that makes you lose track of time that makes you happy, that brings you joy. And you know what? If you don't have that, take all of the options that you have, all of the things that you're passionate about, and pick one. You pick one, you start working towards it, and you'll see, you'll feel it. If it's the right thing, you'll know it. And if it's not, you'll know that too. So follow one course until success. If you have a lot of options, Stay focused, pick one thing, build in that area, and then you can branch out. That goes back to what I was talking about earlier in terms of those multiple streams of income. Same thing with that. You want to get really focused in one area before moving to another. 
I was listening to Grant Cardone the other day. And if you haven't heard of him, he's a millionaire, billionaire. He's everywhere on social media. So if you just Google Grant Cardone, you'll see. Uh, But he talks a lot about wealth building and making money and, you know, a lot of personal development to changing your life. But he was talking about this idea of building wealth. And he talks about the way to build wealth is definitely through multiple streams, but he has a whole process of what those multiple streams are. And so he recommends that if you're working a job, your first multiple streams or your first multiple passions, now he's talking about it in relation specifically to making money, but you could use the same idea just for choosing a passion. He talks about choosing passions that are related. So for example, he uses the example of when he first got started, he was in car sales, right? He was a car salesperson. He knew he had big aspirations, but rather than going out and finding something in a totally different niche, he started going up to the service service department and asking them if he could provide them with leads. So remember, he's a car salesman, but he's giving leads to the sales, to the uh, service department on people who need their car service. And so after that started working and he was getting commission on those leads that he was giving, he would go to other dealerships and ask them if he could provide referrals for cars, for car buyers and for service. Right, so he started branching out from where he was in complementary industries rather than going off and starting something completely new that he knew nothing about. So that's just another option too. If you're really confused or really don't know where to start, start where you are. Start with what you know. There might be something, another area that you're passionate about that's still within the same wheelhouse, still within the same area, but maybe it's complementary. So that's it. But but the point of, of this particular idea is to focus. Choose something, focus on that thing, give it some time to get traction before moving on to the next thing. The last thing that I want to mention is, and I've mentioned this in different ways, but it's I think it bears repeating, is follow your heart. Think about what it is that you truly, truly want to do. If you're a Gen Xer, if you're anywhere near 50 or over 50, you've probably lived a lot of your life for other people. And there are probably a lot of things that you've done because you thought other people wanted you to do them. You were seeking approval from others. And in this season, why not choose from your heart what you really want to do rather than following the advice, quote unquote, of others? Now, I'm not saying that you do not seek wise counsel. I'm not saying that you don't need other people and their insights, especially people who have done what you've done before. But I guess my point is, if the person giving you advice has not been where you want to go, then you have to take it with a grain of salt. You can't be easily impressed by all the opinions that are out there. You can't look at everyone's post on Instagram and Facebook and all of the people that are out there promoting things and feel swayed that you have to do things in a certain way. 
you are the CEO of you, meaning you know you better than anybody else. And so what you really have to do is tap into your wants and needs and make your decisions based on that rather than thinking that you have to do it a certain way because someone says that you have to do it a certain way. My One of my favorite quotes of all time is, there is no way to greatness. Greatness is the way. There is no way to greatness. Greatness is the way. Meaning for every person who has been told that they had to do something a certain way, they've done it another way, their way, and succeeded. So nobody knows what's successful until it's successful. Now, of course, you can you know, use the clues from other people that have been successful so you don't make the same mistakes. But at the end of the day, you are your, you are your own CEO. You are the boss of yourself. And so you know yourself better than everyone else. Don't let other people tell you that you have to do things in a certain way. Don't feel pressure to do this thing or that thing or use this technique or that technique. Do your research, but ultimately tap into yourself and what it is that you truly want to do. This will help you decrease the overwhelm, go back to your why, and ultimately do what you want to do. Live your life of passion. Find your career passion. Find what lights you up and brings you joy, which of course is the ultimate goal. So that's what I have for you today. I look forward to speaking with you the next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.